the biggest project that I've done, I, I would say was with Adidas. I That was a three-day project where we did a staycation in Chicago. I was with Adidas for three days at the Hoxton Hotel. We created content for a new version of the NMD shoe they released, mm. and it was a super fun experience. We just did a ton of different things in the city How'd with them. How'd you get plugged in with Adidas? So Adidas reached out to me via email. They found me on TikTok and Instagram, and they connected me via email. They asked if we could set up a, a Zoom call to just talk things over. I met with Adidas's team, and then they essentially told me about this campaign that they were running. And it was myself and nine other creators from around the world, um, people from or around the country, people from California, people from New York. Yeah. Cool, we're live. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Special guest today, Jackson? Jack. Jack? Okay, cool. And what's the full name? Uh, just Jack. Just yeah. Jack? Mm. You don't have a last name? Gillespie. Okay, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> I have a last name. I hope so. Okay, let's go. Let's go. So you're from Chicago? Yeah, I grew up in Arlington Heights, and I moved to South Loop three years ago. I worked in the city all throughout high school, but I've spent a lot of my time in the city, and I, I love it here. Okay, dope. And so what was growing up for you like? Growing up, I was always interested in traveling. I traveled a lot with my family. Grew up super passionate about photography at an early age. Got super into that when I was f around 14. Got my first camera when I was 15, and everything sort of blossomed from there. Is that the of, first camera? This was not the first camera. This is okay. actually um, one that I use for my journaling that I do, uh, scrapbooking every day. But uh, my first camera was a Canon T6, Canon Rebel T6 camera. It was a... Okay. Uh, around $300 camera that I used for like four years. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, Let's man. Go. I did a ton with that camera. That's dope. So what was kind of like, what kind of like molded you into who you are today? Like growing up, like what kind of stood out to you and just kind of what impressions and things happened in your childhood that made you who you are today? I think a lot of my um, interests were bounded by travel. I was really fortunate to be able to travel a lot with my family growing up. And that What did your parents do? My dad is in uh, social media, um, sports marketing, and my mom, um, she's in education, so she's a reading specialist, but my dad, he inspired a lot of my interest in marketing, and he did a ton of different sports marketing, worked with like the NBA and NHL, tons of different brands, uh, Warner Brothers, so that definitely inspired a, a lot of my interest in marketing, and we've been able to travel a lot because of that, and it's encouraged me to travel more too. What's the coolest place you've ever been? I would say Japan for sure. I would wow. love to go back to Japan. It was absolutely beautiful. What, so was that for your dad's job? Yeah, we traveled there in 2015. So um, we had a lot of it covered by his work, yeah. but we also just wanted to do a family trip. So it was a little bit of both. So it was it was pretty fun, though. Well, it, it was a fantastic time. What was the experience like? Man, it was beautiful. I mean, it's just unlike any other country. I mean, I felt extremely safe there. There was literally no garbage on the ground, not even like wrappers or anything. Everybody was just super, super kind. Yeah. And so what about uh, your, your, so with, through your dad's work, what's some of the coolest projects he's been able to do? Well, he did a lot of work with uh, the NBA, like in the early 90s. So he got to, he got to do like interviews and, just hang out with like Michael Jordan and like a lot of the big celebrities in the nineties involved in the sports world. And he got to work for NBC and just meet a lot of different uh, people that were, you know, internet personalities, TV personalities, things like that. Dope. Dope. So as you turn 15, is it 15 when you got your first camera or 14? 
I was 15 when I got the first camera. So you're 15. So what are you, freshman in high school? And what was that high school experience like? Were you just, did you do any sports or were you just photography and just school? So I've been in Taekwondo since I was six years old. So I was doing that the whole time. I got my black belt around the same time uh, shortly before. Do we need to hit the button on this? Oh, yeah, if you can. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I just saw it go dark, and I was like, oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I was, uh, I, I've been in, in Taekwondo for most of my life. I also was in track and field in high school. Can you I did a little bit of cross country. show us a kick on my assistant? It would be cool. It would be funny. All right, I was kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that would be funny. So uh, I worked a lot too in high school. I yeah, did, I worked like a, a handful of part-time jobs. But um, I also that's really like when I discovered a lot of my passion for photography because I did a ton of sports the first couple of years of high school. I also played basketball, like not for my school's team, but just yeah. like you know in Pick like the games. local leagues. Yeah. yeah, it was fun stuff like that. But uh, it was during that that time in high school that I really started to get a lot more into photography and just taking it a lot more serious, you yeah. know. And, that's when I like fell in love with it all. And then you developed your own LLC when you were 18? Yeah. So when I turned 18, I was still finishing up high school. That's when I started the uh, limited liability company that I've been running since. Now, when did you go fully like independent in regard to not needing another job? So the last time that I worked a part-time job was when I was 19 years old, when I was at Target. It's actually a funny story because... I got in trouble because I posted a video of me working at Target that went super viral and people kept coming in and asking for me. Yeah, they were asking for Jack from Target and they thought that I was like on my phone during the shifts. Yeah. When in reality, uh, it was just something that I posted like after my shift ended. So I ended up leaving that job. And that was really the transition where I started to take on more brand work. And I think I got most of my brand work in the past year to year and a half. So I've been super fortunate enough to be able to just run with it full time social media while also finishing college right now. Yeah. Where do you go to college? I'm at UIC. I'm a junior at UIC right now. Let's go. So what are you, 22, 23? I'm 21. 21? Yeah, I just okay. turned 21. So you haven't had a job, though, since you were 19. Right. Cool. And then uh, able to make over six figures your, this, just this past year was your first year making over six figures. Yeah. Um, last year was the first year that I broke uh, six figures. Let's go. Which was also when I was finishing up sophomore and transitioning to junior year of college. So right now I'm in junior year. That's sweet, bro. Appreciate That's it. Thank sweet. you. It's always you. a great feeling. Absolutely. So congrats to you on that. Appreciate um, it a lot. Next, next question. What's the biggest project you've done? I would say in terms of the biggest project that I've done, I, I would say it was with Adidas. I, that was a three-day project where we did a staycation in Chicago. I was with Adidas for three days at the Hoxton Hotel. We created content for a new version of the NMD shoe they released, mm. and it was a super fun experience. We just did a ton of different things in the city How'd with them. How did you get plugged in with Adidas? So Adidas reached out to me via email. They found me on TikTok and Instagram, and they connected me via email. They asked if we could set up a, a Zoom call to just talk things over. I met with Adidas's team, and then they essentially told me about this campaign that they were running. And it was myself and nine other creators from around the world, um, people from or around the country, people from California, people from New York, yeah. and then there were other people from Chicago. Which platform do you have that gets the most engagement organically? 
so I would say it varies from time to time. Um, TikTok has TikTok's my bigger platform, but more recently, I would say Instagram has been yeah. The, more, the reels on Instagram are popping here for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love TikTok, but. I think Instagram has definitely had a little bit more of a spark, at least for me recently, yeah. in terms of engagement. Um, I think both both platforms are great because there's different types of audiences on both, but yeah. there's definitely a lot of engagement opportunities on both applications. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, kind of backtracking back to your childhood, who who were you closest with growing up? Who kind of did you latch on to that, that really had a big impression on you and who you are today? I think I definitely had a a lot of respect for my dad. He's always been one of my biggest role models. Um, mm. He's really encouraged me from day one with my goals. I mean, in high school, I remember there were times when he would be willing to drive me super far out for like a meetup, or there was even one time where he got a hotel with me just so I could attend the Sunrise meetup. He's always been like one of my biggest supporters, and he's just always looked out for me. Like he's always just wanted me to succeed in ways that other people haven't even had the vision for. Yeah. So I think he's definitely somebody that's just inspired me a lot and really shaped like who I am today. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. I think a lot of people don't take into consideration having that influential individual, whether, Absolutely. whether it's in your early childhood or later on in life, having somebody support you and be influential in a positive manner to support your dreams Absolutely. Is, is vital for your success. So what about now? Who are you closest with still dad? Definitely. Yeah. I'm super close to my dad. I would also say, um, my roommate, uh, Matt, who is my best friend of 15 years, he actually is going to start managing me and like filming a bunch of my videos. He's definitely been one of the most supportive people in the journey. Should have brought him out to film this. Absolutely, man. He's actually supposed to be here, but he's yeah. watching a movie live right now. So oh, he's watching real? some new anime movie. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. supposed to be here, though. Damn it, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Matt. <laughs> Good fucking skip on Goku. <laughs> Just come out to this. That's yeah. all right. No, he's great, though. He's um, filmed a ton of my videos, been one of the most supportive people. Yeah. He's actually the person that brainstormed Visuals by Jack like to be the name yeah. back when we were like starting in high school where's uh where are your coolest projects instagram tiktok like do you edit all this stuff or? yeah i i film and edit everything myself is as it, of right now is it on instagram yeah TikTok? um I'm so curious i want to see some instagram will show you some of my photography and then i also have um just a lot of videos do you on, do cool videos too yeah so i do photography on there and i also do videos on like places to go in chicago things to check out oh, okay so i follow things you. to do yeah and then um, for TikTok, it's pretty much the same thing, but with less photography. Yeah, I just try to, clean. my main goal with my page is to inspire people to just go try something new, whether that's like trying a new restaurant or going to watch a sunrise. Like, I just want people to go do new things, you, you know? You fuck with the crumble cookies too? Dude, crumble's amazing, man. What do you think's better, crumble or insomnia? Honestly, I'm more of a fan of crumble. So am I. I think it also just depends on like what you're looking for though, because like, some people just want something like quick or like really late at night. Yeah. And like insomnia is open to like three in the morning. Okay. But overall, I think crumbles better. Like the cookies, you just got to like divide them up. You know, like people are like, oh, it's too many calories. It's too big. Like just cut it into fourths. Yeah. You man. know, this is, this is a dope page. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And then what about some of the cool videos? Are they on TikTok? Yeah. So the videos are on both uh, Instagram and TikTok for what's both the, of those. What's the coolest one? Show me, show me something cool. Have you heard about the uh, the rubber duck derby? Uh, in Chicago? I've seen, is that the huge ducks that they do? Yeah, it's the uh, it's when they dump all the ducks in the river in the big, August. The big ones or little ones? The little ones. Okay, I swear I've seen like giant ones before. Check this one out the the middle video. 
Okay, let's see this shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, we were camped out there for like an hour just waiting yeah. for that single video drop. Yeah, that's hard. It's fun though. I, it's something I love about Chicago. There's no other city that does things like this. That's dope. Yeah, bro. This is dope. Dope stuff. So, next thing. Present day, what, what are your focus? What are your projects right now? What are you working on? What's going down in the life? Right now, I'm just working on a bunch of different brand deals. I am... What are you most excited about? Excited about? I think I'm most excited just for traveling. I'm going to Hawaii in 13 days, so I'm super stoked for that. I'm going next year. Oh, you are? Yeah. Where are you it's going? Like way too late. Um, I don't know exactly what island we're going to, but I'm going to be in Mexico for most of next month. Oh, dope. I think two, two weeks I'll be in the typical Cancun, but we're going to like a cool island, like Puerto Vela or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. For the first week. So Yeah, Mexico's cool really resort. cool. Puerto Vallarta, yeah. So, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never been there. Yeah, I've been to um, I've been to Cabo San Lucas, which is a super I went, fun time. I stayed at a Nobu resort at Cabo San Lucas. Oh, wow. And that was really fucking cool. That's, that, Have that's you stayed at the cool. Nobu Hotel in uh, the city? Oh, yeah. It's super nice. It's yeah. probably similar to that because I looked up... Uh, like the like what it looks like inside of those, yeah. and it looks just like the resort that I stayed at was just like a bigger version. Oh yeah, but the I imagine because the Nobu Hotel, it's well first off Nobu down downtown's a clutch place. You know, Absolutely, you get some sushi and shit like that. But the uh, ambiance and everything, you know what I mean. I, I imagine it's similar. But the only thing I I hate the time for traveling, but I love like hotels. I love luxury. Oh yeah, like hotels Absolutely. and like luxury places. So you're excited brand wise. You're working on what did you say? I'm working with a few different brands right now um, on a couple upcoming campaigns. I just wrapped up a couple lifestyle campaigns. I'm going to be f focusing on shifting more towards like food and beverage and also travel. I am going to be working with a few different travel companies, going to be traveling domestically, and then a couple international travels as well. And that's what's taking you to Hawaii to kind of broadcast the process of the travel company you're working with? Well, Hawaii alone is more of a vacation, but all the other subsequent trips are going to yeah. be um, just work. But I imagine you'll make content out of... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Content everywhere, man. I'm, yeah, always. I'm excited. It's going to be great. Well, so what's your, what's your thought behind your content creation? Like what goes on in your mind when, when content presents itself? You know, you know what? I need to, I need to dice this up. Well, I always just try my best to just get creative with it and just see what I'm able to brainstorm ideas-wise. I think I always have like a, a certain vision that I construct when I am assembling videos. I try to think about how I can envision it ahead of time before I actually go and physically film everything. So I try to come up with a vision in my, in my mind before I'm able to like physically execute. Yeah. So do you now, and then in addition to the Polaroid, right? Yeah. Now, do you just put that all like into a notebook or do you like put that on social media as well? So the journal, I share snippets of it to social media sometimes. I'm super open about it, but I pretty much just have this journal that I write in like every single day. I have every single day as a dedicated day. Like for today, I will take a photo of us on the podcast at some yeah. point. And then I'm going to print the photo out. It comes right out of there. Yeah. And then I literally tape it into my journal and I'm going to write about what happened today. I'm going to say, I went on this podcast today. I'm going to write the date. Yeah. I write a song and then I write one word to describe the day just in general. Like How a long theme. have you been doing this consistently? I've been doing this for about a year, but I actually had hand surgery last April. So I had to stop oh. doing journaling for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a long story, but oh, no, that laugh sounded. Like it was <laughs> a uh, funny story. <laughs> yeah, it was a funny story. Um, my friends and I were just being goofy, and yeah, yeah, hand hand suffered a little bit, but let's go. Yeah, I'm all good now though, so so that's that's fine. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that was a funny story, but I yeah, I've been consistently journaling, like doing the the photos every single day since September. So I'm super excited. Um. The journal can barely close now that it's been yeah. six months. It's, it's it's about to fall apart. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I've uh, I've done pretty consistently for the last five or six years. Uh, more more like affirmations. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, awesome! So yeah, absolutely. Journal and, and just kind of speak positively over myself to start the day. And then affirmations are great. Do like my micro daily goals and long term goals, but it, it probably takes me three to five minutes. I do it every morning. That's great. Absolutely. Part. So, yeah, and then. Uh, I think that's helped me a lot, you know what I mean, with with my life, with my mindset, and then and then also I've seen a lot of things come to fruition. I remember when I first got into insurance sales, I would I would write down I have a Jaguar, and then two three years later I had two Jaguars, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I was fresh out of high school with two Jags, and and now you know what I mean, running my own insurance company here in Chicago. It's, a lot of things have come to fruition. It's not just materialistic things, you know what I mean. I, I look Absolutely. at myself as a, as a human being and growing into features and characteristics that I've been speaking over myself for, for a long time. So I, I really believe in the, in the journaling in some way, shape or form, because Absolutely. the words have all the power, not some power. It's like our words and our thoughts literally create our lives. Your consistent thoughts and words, I believe lead into your emotions and emotion leads to motion. And it, then you got your habits and then your habits will, you know, pretty much create your entire life. So, yeah, I completely agree with that, man. I, I think like journaling in some kind of way, shape or form is, is definitely a great way to like, just express your thoughts and feelings and experiences, you know, yeah. to yourself. Just be super authentic, you know. Thousand percent. So, what about future? What's the next five or ten years look like for you? I think my biggest goals, like moving down the line, is to I really want to start my own like official social media marketing agency because right now I have my own company where I do photography and videography and social media marketing as a solo, you know, by myself. But I really want to build out a social media marketing agency that is actually like transparent with creators because there's so many agencies out there. And I think a lot of them do a fantastic job as marketing agencies. But I have yet to find an agency that is fully transparent, like with yeah. its creators and partners. Yeah, I would I've love had a lot of reach out to me. I've bought. Yeah, some, I bought some articles and different things like that mm-hmm. and looked into buying verification and things like that. And for Instagram, yeah. I was like. Some of them are just so yeah, shady. I know. It's like, oh, God, they don't even, this doesn't make any sense. Right. I'm spending 30 bands on that. Yeah. I mean, just being having, like, transparency between, like, brands and, like, creators would help us all immensely. Yes. I think it could help a lot of people out for sure. A thousand percent. And there's a lot of people that deserve opportunities in the city that don't really know exactly how to utilize their platform to to earn those opportunities. So that's another reason why I want to start something like that, to try to help people that could be utilizing their platforms you know there's yeah. so much opportunities yeah absolutely where where so i know japan was a f- favorite place you've been so far but what's what's a place you haven't been you really want to go i really want to go to italy that's my number one travel bucket list destination i have always wanted to go to italy and i'm just waiting for the time to go when i don't have to like rush it i want to do it right like i don't want to skimp out like i don't want to rush it i want to make sure that i that I go there with everything prepared, you know? Yeah. 
That's dope. So why Italy? Anything in particular? I've just always been super fascinated by all the history there. I mean, like Rome would be super cool to photograph. I've seen so many just great photos from there. And also I love Italian food and the coast there. I would love a lot of reasons are mostly motivated by like my interest in photography. But I think I'd also just like enjoy the food and the weather and the atmosphere. Best Italian restaurant. Go. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I have a lot of favorites, but I really like, uh, I mean, I'm going to say one that not, not a ton of people know. Sapori Trattoria in um, Lakeview is really good. They're, they're kind of on the newer side. They opened up like two years ago. They're pretty good. Um, I, I want to look them up. What did I just have the other night? It was like Nico. CCO Mio is good too. What did I just have? So what, what this and place Las is in Carola. Lake. Lakeview? Yeah. Sapori Chatoria. I think I had Nico Osteria. You ever had that? Is that um is that on State Street? I don't know. They sent me an email after I was there. Yeah, I've heard of this place. It was good. Man, like they the pasta was handmade. Oh yeah. They, like absolutely. they did everything in the kitchen. So <laughs> it was it was it was really cool. It was really good. Have you been to Cortinos? I don't believe so. Cortinos is pretty good too. They have like, they have some twelve dollar pasta dishes and a really big wine menu. Type in that place you said was your favorite. Okay. Well, I don't forget already. The hell the name was. I'm saying La Scarola. La Scarola. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. I mean, that's one that a lot of people know. That's what's, why I said um, support Chatoria what, first. What's the vibe in La Scarola? It's just some of the best oh, this, Italian food you're ever gonna have. And this looks like a classic vibe. It doesn't yeah, look like it's classy. Hyper. It's nicer. It's like the kind of the vibe is like the kind of place you would go for a date or a special occasion, I guess. Or yeah. Just night out with the boys, you know, yeah. suit up like what literally the outfit you got on right now. Yeah. Like, you're ready, bro. Is that is that like uh, my partner? Every time he comes to town, he's like, I want to go where like the mobs used to go. Is, <laughs> yeah. that, is that like a spot like that? Yeah. Like, I mean, you could also go to like the um, the Green Mill. That's where Al Capone said it was his favorite bar. It's a speakeasy. Uh, yeah. Um, look it up. Yeah, it's a speakeasy downtown. Or I'm always like, bro, I have I think no it's like idea. Lakeview or so. The but Green Mill, the Green Mill, yeah. Broadway Ave. Yeah, yeah, Broadway. That's right. Yeah, so it's Lakeview. Oh yeah, this place or is uptown. pretty cool. It's gonna be uptown. I like I like live music when I'm eating if it's if it's oh, like yeah. subtle. You know yeah, what I mean? like if definitely. It's not too. So this looks cool. A I lot guess. of those Italian places that are like fancy have, have um, music like that. Like Gene and yeah. Giorgetti has. Uh, some like live music sometimes. I'm actually going to a Michelin star restaurant uh, this week for my buddy's uh, Ooh. birthday that Catherine and Lizzie recommended. It it's called Ever, I believe. Ever? It's called Ever, right? Yeah, Ever yeah I'm about to show you a picture. Yeah, I might have to see because it looks. Dope. I'm sure whatever Catherine and Lizzie recommended is great though. They they always know the spots. Don't miss. Oh yeah. We're gonna see. The only thing with Michelin star restaurants is, I feel like. 90% Ooh. of it is the, the decoration. The presentation. Yeah, yeah. the presentation. Right. Opposed to, that looks great. I mean, the quality of food is absolutely phenomenal. I haven't had this place, but the quantity, it'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I went to Schwa, and um, they're, they're a mission star as well. It's, it's super cool, though, the concept of Schwa, because it's super dark when you enter, and yeah. it's dark the whole time. It's the smallest little area. It's literally like this area here that we're um, yeah. podcasting. And there's hardly any other tables. Like, I I was there, and first of all, there was like 
I think 12 courses might have been a little bit less, but there was a ton of different courses. Presentation on every single one was just insane. Yeah. Like just so random. Like just flavors and just ingredients that you'd never expect to be mixed yeah. at, ever. It was the craziest thing ever. Yeah, that sounds nuts. I was supposed to go with my dad, but um, he ended up getting sick and it was prepaid. So yeah. I went and like took a date and it was it, fire. It was it was so insane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds fire. So, do you plan on living in Chicago forever? I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say forever. I mean, I love Chicago and I do want to continue to live here for the next few years. You know, for yeah. the foreseeable future, but. I think I also am really eager to explore more places. I want to continue to travel and figure out where I could envision myself potentially living after Chicago because I know that I'm somebody that likes to try new things and just throw myself into new situations. So I'd love to like experience living new places. I actually have considered doing like a nomad lifestyle. One of my friends is doing something where he moves to a different city every three months. And honestly, like I would love to try something like that. It's hard finding like three month leases though. It is, man. It's a, it's a, it's a definitely a difficulty. But he is friends with a lot of travel nurses that have found ways to make it uh, a lot more feasible. And honestly, he's done it so efficiently this past year. He's done San Diego. Um, he did. Uh, What's he do for work? How's he move? So he works remotely, which enables him okay. to do that. But he did like a lot of graphic design work. But yeah, he's been just moving around like a handful of different cities in the U.S. and it's been so sweet to watch. Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really dope. Um, what hobbies do you have outside of traveling? Um, I mean, outside of traveling, I and and outside of I mean, I guess I mean photography, like videography, traveling. Outside of that, I mean, my friends and I love to just like go to di- different restaurants, go clubbing sometimes, go out. Are you uh, what's your are you a sweets guy or a main course guy or an appetizers guy? I would say I'm like a main course kind of guy. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of like steak and burgers and ribs. Best steak. Best steak, Bavettes. Bavettes? Yeah. I asked uh when I asked Catherine Lindsay, they said maple and ash, and I was like, I feel like that's too much of a Chicago like Maple and Ash is good, but I just it's not it's not where I would like yeah, throw my bet, bet for like best steak. What do you it's get? A, it's a good all round place. It's like a fantastic yeah. Oh, like yeah. date place. You know, what do you what cut do you get at Bivets? Man, it's tough. I mean, I think the last time I went, I got um, Let's look up what Bivets. did I get? I might need to see the menu honestly. <laughs> um, Bivets bar and I usually like like the um. Actually, no, I'm, I'm remembering now. I like the fillets there, like the filet mignon, but like the. More of like the thin cut. Do you like Wagyu? Yeah. Do they do they do an A5 there? I'm pretty sure they do. The steak I got there was like, I went for my birthday like two months ago. I, I got like over a $100 steak. It was so worth it. Sometimes the A5 is overrated. Yeah, you know definitely. I mean, I mean I've seen the quality differ from place to place yeah. so much. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, I'm glad I got it. But honestly, more times than not, I'll be like, man... This was a waste of a right. couple hundred dollars for four ounces of milk. Right, especially when you can like make a steak at home so yeah. easily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is kind of like. So I'm picky about where I'll I'll actually go and and get a steak at because there's some yeah. places that I just know they're gonna do it perfectly. But yeah. Vetsman and like I'm happy to spend the money for it. Now you said burgers second. Did I hear you? Yeah, say burgers? burgers. Where would you go for the best burger? The best burger. That's a really tough one. So. Everybody loves all Cheval, obviously, I and heard, I don't yeah. care what people say. It's still my favorite. It's still my number one. I don't care what people say. 
it is. But after that, the next like most underrated spot, I would say, I mean, still one that a lot of people know now, The Little Bad Wolf is insanely good. But it, you, if it, you had to pick one for the rest of your life. If I had to pick one, it's going to be Al Cheval. I yeah. don't care what anybody says, bro. I'm well, picking Al So Cheval. do people not like Al Cheval? <laughs> no, you? people like Al Cheval, but like, there's so many people that are saying like, you know, how, something else should be number one. And like everybody's throwing out like these other names. How do you and spell this Al Cheval? A-U space C-H-E-V-A-L. I think a lot of people would agree that Al Cheval is like the best burger in Chicago, but then there's a lot of people saying like, "Oh, you guys are all just like saying the same thing." Like it's not, but I don't know. I still, I still think it is. The Loyalist has a really good burger too. They have like some cool cocktails there as well. Yeah, yeah. The Loyalist. Um, Where else? Red Hot Ranch. They they have like In and Out style burgers. I was just there over the weekend. Fire. Oh man, amazing. I mean. $7 $7 will literally get you like a double burger that's loaded along with fries. In like, Chicago? Yeah. Damn. Dude, Red Hot Ranch. You could you could get that like they have a south side location on 35th. They have a north side location on Armitage, like same pricing everywhere. Let's see this shit. Red Hot Ranch. Damn. We were literally just there like 2 days ago, man. Like best drunk food for real. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's dope. Yeah. Um if you had to pick a dessert, what would you say is your favorite dessert place or favorite dessert in general? Um, I don't know if I can pick like one specific place, but in general, I would say I'm a big fan of cake. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah, I love cake. Is there any like notorious bakeries? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, I mean, oh, that actually gave me an idea, though. I love um, Amarino, the gelato place okay. for dessert. But um, back to cake, Alliance Bakery, they have... They have really good, um, just like bakery goods. They're Alliance. they're amazing. Alliance Bakery, yeah. Starly, we should see if they can make Rob a Louis Vuitton cake, but <laughs> it has to be done in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be a little too soon. Um, hobbies, movies. Do you like movies? Yeah, what's I your, love movies. What's your top three? Oh man, that's a tough one. I love a lot of like the old mobster movies, like The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, good. I was literally just about to say Goodfellas. Um, Bronx Tales Fire. Yeah. Uh, I have a Scarface poster right over there. That's dope. Yeah, I like the Scarface. Yeah, one. that's so sick. That's probably one of my favorites. I like. Uh, you know what else is a really good one? And slept on is The Irishman. Dude, yeah, The Irishman. And that's based yeah. off Jimmy Hoffa, mm-hmm. who like ran Chicago for a while, the union and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. Which helps my company out a lot because we're a unionized life insurance company. Oh, sick. So we like fucking coincide with all the unions and different things like that. So it's always cool to study that history stuff. So mobster movies, do you have any other movies that stick out to you? Not a ton. Um, I would probably have to go like look at my my list. I yeah. have everything like written down. I got a list. Yeah, <laughs> I, keep, I keep a list in the phone. Yeah, I think the ones we the ones we already hit are probably some of the best ones. I mean, I was, I was also going to mention Irishman too, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Goodfellas and Godfather, definitely, Fire. 100%. What about any shows, video games, stuff like that? I don't even play a ton of video games, honestly. Um, I play, like, 2K from time to time, like yeah. Madden sometimes. Um, Super Smash Brothers, that's a fun one. Yeah. Other than that, don't really play much video games. Um, shows, honestly, like, I really loved Shameless. I love that it's, like, filmed here and everything, and just, like, yeah. the whole, um, like, dysfunctional Chicago family vibe of Shameless. Just yeah. Super um, entertaining. Um, 
I haven't been watching a ton of things recently, though. I've, I watched the show You recently, like the new season that came out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dope. Um, what's the hardest adversity? We'll start to wrap up. What's the hardest adversity you've ever been through? Uh, I would say, like, during high school, sophomore year was, like, really difficult, like, sophomore, junior year, because my mom had, like, an aggressive form of, like, breast cancer. So wow. it was tough because, like, that's the time when, like, a lot of kids are learning to drive. And yeah. I came from a family of six, and I'm a triplet. So, like, we had three kids that were trying to learn to drive at the same time, and, like, we didn't have, like, you know, like, my mom was, like, in the hospital sometimes for, like, up to, like, a week. Yeah. So, like she couldn't really do anything and like my dad had to be like traveling and like working and like also taking care of her and everything so it was a it was a difficult time because like my sister had to like step up and like get her like um her license early and everything yeah and uh it was just like a lot of a lot of work during that period but i think like that transition from like sophomore to junior year definitely in high school was like a big um just leap for me um that was when i like traveled to ecuador for a month uh, with the state department and when things were like getting a lot better for my mom. But that time specifically was really difficult because I was trying to like stay positive and keep working on like my photography and like my art during a time that was like super difficult for my family. Yeah. So that was really difficult period, but, uh, I think it definitely taught me a lot. Absolutely, bro. And, and shout out to your mom. Yeah, I absolutely, mean, man. She's the best. Let's go, dude. Yeah. And shout out, <laughs> shout out to your dad, holding it down, your siblings, everybody oh, yeah. coming together. So that's dope, bro. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no. Anything else on your mind? Yeah. Where can people find you? What else, whatever you want to shout out? Uh, visuals by Jack on TikTok and then visuals.by.jack on Instagram. Um, photography's on Instagram. Videos are on both. But uh, there's some fun content on both platforms for sure. Let's go. Shout out Visuals by Jack. This was a great podcast. Thank you, Jack. Thank you for and having me, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. Yes, sir.